Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 135 at Edmonton, whatever it takes, is the documentary that Sportsnet will be rolling with Friday night after the skills competition about Connor McDavid's uh, road to recovery from a significant injury that occurred last year in the season in Calgary. To uh, discuss that, I don't even know if we can even say this, so we'll cut right to the chase. We bring aboard John Shannon, our NHL insider. John, how are you doing? Hello, Bob. How are you? Good. Can you either confirm or deny that you worked on the documentary, whatever it takes? Uh, oh no, I was uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be part of it from uh, from the onset, uh, and uh, uh, but I but I must give credit to uh, the man who really designed the project and did a magnificent job in putting it together, and that's Don Metz, Edmonton's own Don Metz, who did a spectacular job. He and his his staff, Pollyanna, and the group uh, it has been delivered to Sportsnet. It will be delivered to NBC next week uh, and delivered to the NHL Network the week after that. It's, uh, it is uh, something that is, uh, I think, entertaining, informative, uh, and a little revealing about uh, a side of Connor McDavid that most people haven't seen. All right. Uh, so we should establish that uh, this is not an Oilers property. Is that correct? No, 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 no. This is a, an independent production group uh, that uh, uh, dealt directly with uh, with Connor and with uh, the people at Wasserman Orr, his his agency, uh, and uh, it uh, it became uh, a, a quite a project. Uh, what I would say is, uh, it did occur with the Oilers' cooperation and blessing. Uh, and the people behind the scenes there from TD and the guys in the training room uh, to Bob Nicholson, Ken Holland, Dave Tippett. Uh, the players uh, were all very cooperative and, uh, and happy to speak about it. So obviously the trailer came out. Uh, you made the appearance on Monday's show. You, you mentioned mm-hmm. it on Monday. And then we put mm-hmm. the tweet. And if I had not come across the trailer after uh, your appearance that day, I wouldn't have tweeted anything. But there was a trailer. for. So we've all watched the trailer. Uh, yeah. How in the hell did everybody keep this thing so quiet in terms of the severity for the injury, injury for as long as they did? You know, they, it, it, in many ways, in my mind, that's one of the great stories uh, of the of the event. Um, and, and quite frankly, uh, you, you can talk about doctor-patient confidentiality. Uh, you could talk about uh, the uh, 
the thought that, you know, at what point did, was the decision made that surgery wasn't necessary? And I'm not sure, Bob, honestly, there was an official date that, uh, you know, May 10th or June 2nd uh, that, uh, that surgery was ruled out completely. I think that surgery was uh, a factor uh, even before the Oilers went to camp. And I think that's part and parcel of what, the, what, what makes the, the story so compelling. Uh, and the amount of people and the amount of physicians involved, uh, the amount of opinions that uh, Connor and his people were able to get. It's a, it's a, a fantastic and fascinating journey uh, behind the scenes uh, to things that we don't normally see. Uh, doctor's offices, uh, rehab, uh, and, uh, and Connor deserves a ton of credit for allowing us all in to see what happened and what he went through. All right, I'm going to circle back to it. So how didn't we, uh, did you guys have to sign non-disclosures for this thing? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think that was about th three seconds after I said hello. Um, but everybody signed an NDA. And, uh, and from that perspective, that uh, uh, because of the confidentiality with the physicians, uh, we're not even able to name some of the doctors that were involved. So that to me is a, a big part of why this story never got out. But uh, it, it, I will tell you, that the, when you see the, the full doc, and the, I believe we did 17 or 18 different interviews, 16 of which I think make the show, uh, none of those people uh, spoke out of turn. None of those people leaked it to anybody. And as you know, Bob, uh, uh, sports and sports journalism is full of leaks. And to be able to keep this secret as we did uh, is, is to me one of the good stories about, uh, about the documentary itself. What's interesting, and I know that Ryan Rashog referenced this, I don't know if he said it on air, I'm just trying to recall here, but Connor is not exactly verbose on game days, after practices. Like, there are players in the league. Wayne Gretzky gave the media a lot of time. You know that. Uh, he was the, hey, listen, he's the gold standard. Right. Wayne Gretzky's the gold standard. Still is still is the gold standard like he is a guy Absolutely. that is that is as engaging as possible uh i, I mean timo solani i'm gonna uh, the sedines were very giving with their time um now they were also veteran uh, you know shane doan uh sergey fedorov i just recall you know even in the day but but but, but and, not in their first but but not and in that's where i wanted to go I, I and that's where i want to go with this do you think people will yeah. view connor differently after seeing this documentary after seeing whatever it takes i hope so i hope so because i, I view connor differently uh and and i you know the interview uh and the interview in in its entirety was probably an, an hour 40 uh with connor alone uh, that uh, that was done, that that got uh, whittled down and edited down to, to fit into the into the hour documentary. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think that's a big I think that's a big part of it. You will see a side of Connor McDavid, I believe, that we haven't seen before, and I think that's With an important part yeah, of this process. Just just because of the fact that he tends to be. You know, like he's got a mic jammed in front. Like, you, you know, John, do you know how many one-on-ones we've done with him during the course of the season this year for radio? None. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, and and I think there are those of us that are around Connor a little bit uh, uh, that would like to see him open up a bit more. And maybe maybe perhaps this is uh, that, uh, that opening salvo that uh, will allow that to happen. So player confidentiality and, you know, what he was dealing with, what would you say to the fans out there? 
like I, I, because some of the perspectives we've gotten is that you know there are some people commenting that it's it's actually good that the media didn't know more of the details because it would have just led to I mean I, I would have to say the Oilers Entertainment Group is pretty lucky how this whole thing worked out with Connor would you not agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. But it, but and this is where I, I put a different hat on. And uh, my old pal Jeff Merrick used to love me when I would always take the opposite side of an argument. Uh, and what I would tell you is is that you know that the Edmonton Oilers are a, in many ways a public trust, uh, but they're a private company, uh, and uh, to, they have the right to disclose or not disclose. They have the right to protect their players. Uh, and, and in the end, the issue to protect Connor was, you know, first and foremost, Connor's decision. Um, and, and in the end, uh, the fact that he showed up for opening night against the Vancouver Canucks and scored a beautiful goal against the Canucks that is remarkable. been on fire since uh, shows you that uh, all the angst that would have occurred over the summertime probably wouldn't wor- be worth very much. Uh, and it would, and, and the angst would not have helped the process. And that's the other thing, the, the fascination in talking to the psychologists and the, the trainers uh, involved in this is the mental aspect of what Connor went through and how much support being, having Connor around him was so important to the rehab. No, it's, uh, I mean, I'll be frank, I didn't think he'd be this good to start the year. Right, I just I, I I talked to enough people after the injury occurred, and they're like, "There's no way he's going to be good to go." I do think, though, John, there's more of an open approach, and that automatically surgery is going to be, and maybe this will even further reinforce it, uh, because he's not the only significant player in the league that's been hurt in the last calendar year that opted nope. out of traditional surgery. There was another fairly high-profile player uh, that went down a, a slightly different path that wanted to, to and it it might lend itself to more of that in the future would you not agree I do I also think that the big part of this is that this will probably affect the way a lot of players train on a regular a regular basis off season I think and I think when you watch the documentary which if you haven't mentioned Bob goes after the skills competition on Friday night on Sportsnet and goes before the all-star game Saturday night on Sportsnet um, uh, the, the players will train in the offseason differently after watching this. The multitudes of different things that Connor did this past summer in order to make himself better. Because I, I actually think he's better than 100% uh, right now, which is hard to believe. And there's a lot of people that believe the same thing. Um, that they, It will change a lot, uh, the way a lot of players train. Do you recall a consternation when he went to the BioSteel camp and did not skate? You and I had a conversation uh, on the air, and, and, uh, and full disclosure, I was not involved in the project at that point. I did not have an NDA signed. I had been told that Connor had skated twice by then, yep. uh, and I was not concerned. I truly yep. wasn't concerned because the fact that he had already skated twice. But I do, re- I do yes. remember that little press conference that he had and he just said i just want to give it a bit more rest um it was behind the story Uh, yeah the story behind the story which you'll see friday night is tremendously interesting with the knowledge you have now of that bio steel injury uh, interview uh and the things that went around it and i mean you know the, the the shot of connor playing mini golf uh in may 
in Edmonton simply because he had to get out of the house. He needed, he was going stir crazy. He had to do something. Those are the interesting stories that occur. All right. So, uh, and you got now is the NDA technically how, how does that work like this is the week they're obviously <laughs> promoting it so now you're allowed to say a little but you can only say so much is that how it works John well I, I don't I don't want to say I don't want to ruin it for everybody yeah I mean it's like a good movie you don't want to ruin it you, I want people I want people to sit and enjoy the show because uh, I think it's I think it's fascinating I think that uh, what that what Don Metz has done with it has he creates the right amount of, of uh, entertainment, the right amount of emotion, the around, and, and the, the rhythm of the show is fantastic. It's a, it's a fun, fun watch when we all know what the result is. And, and uh, Mets and his people deserve a ton of credit. All right, again, so it takes place. It'll be on Sportsnet after the uh, NHL skills competition on Friday. Is he going to go on Fastest Skater again, by the way? I don't know. I'm in Toronto. I'm not there. I'm not well, he went. He did the fastest yeah. skater in the Oilers skills competition, so I don't think he's going to – probably a pretty good sign. He, listen, he hasn't shied away from any action. He hasn't shied away from going to the front of the net. How many times have you seen that similar move that he had against uh, the uh, Flames in April this season, and you're saying, man, oh, man, nothing scares him. I, I, and that's the way he plays the game. I got. It's interesting. I got – since the uh, since I put the tweet out, uh, and you were in that tweet, but since I put the tweet out on Monday – I've probably had 20 to 25 either texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line or direct messages to me saying the Oilers got to make Giordano pay for what happened on that play, knowing how close this thing was, how it could have gone the other way. And my point was Giordano, I mean, he has been involved um, in three separate players' injuries. over. Mark Giordano is a great player. He's an excellent captain for the Calgary Flames. He plays the game hard. My response would be simple. The Edmonton Oilers need to play the game hard on Mark Giordano because he's going to play hard as well. But it is interesting because people, once they saw the trailer, John, they're like, like the reality suddenly came in here that this thing could have been a lot worse than people realized. You know what I'm saying? Again, watch the doc. Listen to Mark. He's in it too? uh, Absolutely. Good stuff. He needed to be in it. He needed to be in it. Okay. Absolutely. John, are we going to see the stage? I brought this up a little bit earlier in the show. you had a pretty significant player that helped the Toronto Raptors win the uh, NBA championship last year, Kawhi Leonard, basically tell the Raptors when he was going to be in and out of the lineup last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we going to see something similar occur with NHL players? Or is that done, through, is that done through practices? I, I don't think it's in our I don't think it's in the nature of, of hockey people to do to do the load management. I just I just don't think it. I don't think I don't think players know how to how to take games off. I think players love playing the game. And 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 the, the other thing I would tell you and and uh, I did spend I've spent I spent almost a decade around the NBA in one of my many jobs. The, the one thing I would tell you is that we don't understand a the size of the players and b uh, the impact of playing that game on the body by itself uh, that, that that forces the athletes to take time off. I'm not making excuses for them, but I'll tell you what: when you have a guy 260 pounds that weighs six foot or that is six foot nine, and he's run, trundling up and jumping up and down, the impact on the body is something you need some time off. It's a little different than hockey. Hockey, I know hockey's more physical. 
but it's also the culture of the game that says, I'm going to take the hit and I'm going to come back for more. So it's a combination of the size of the ba basketball players and the culture of hockey that I don't ever think we'll see load management. John, great stuff. We look forward to it Friday. We'll talk on Monday, okay? Yes, sir, Bob. Thanks a lot, John. That's NHL insider John Shannon. All right, it is uh, 149 in Edmonton. Uh, we are going to tell you this. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Royal Pizza, where the stopper recommendation is Mediterranean chicken. Back with a couple terrific texts coming in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line in this day in Oilers history. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Chet. Let's take care of the business first, and then we'll have some fun. To this day in Oilers history, brought to you by New West Travel. Again, we're going to Chicago in March. Excuse me, Oilers in uh, March uh, into Chicago to see the Oilers take on the Hawks. You can reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. What do you got back in 2019? Uh, this, I, I, For some reason, this day, it's, is it Jack Michael's birthday today, by the way? <laughs> that I'm not sure of. I, I, is it the 23rd or the 24th today? 23rd. I think it might be Jack Michael's birthday. Is, I could, is he not on a beach in Mexico somewhere right now? I, I don't know where he is, but oh, okay. uh, yeah. I would be if I was him. <laughs> Are you saying I should be on a beach in Mexico right now? Well, or should I, mean, I be hosting the show here because it's awesome to do this show? What do you got for me in this day in Oilers history? Just last year, Bob, after losing to Detroit in uh, Game 3 of a six-game losing skid, the Oilers fired general manager Peter Shirelli with a 23-24-3 record on the season. Shirelli's tenure saw just one playoff appearance in four seasons. All right. Uh, I believe my comment the next day was I 100% agreed with the decision at that time. There you go. Uh, Dunner has text us on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. By the way, again, we got the New West travel trip going to Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. There's just a couple spots left. You can reach out to New West Travel at newwesttravel.com. We've got a couple of events there, an event in Edmonton as well. Dunner has texted the show, Bob, from a physician's point of view, when I originally saw Connor's in injury, I immediately thought he either broke his tibia and or tore his PCL based upon his flex knee running into the post. When the subsequent, and then in brackets, and admittedly murky reports came back downplaying the injury uh, he surfaced, uh, I was shocked. But uh, despite my background, I just accepted the reports like everybody else. Although... The Dunner adds, I was still perplexed. Just goes to show you can't hear and accept everything you hear, even from reputable sources, Dunner in North Van. Um, and, and, and again, Dunner, I mean, look, I had way more insight into the potential machinations on uh, the pursuit of uh, ownership, as an example, during the days of first the EIG with Peter Pocklington and later... Uh, Daryl Cates with the IG than, than anything on this at, at all. And it just, that's um, just the way it is. And apparently a lot, not a lot of people did have a lot of knowledge. And uh, full disclosure, I think I first started, I heard something about the documentary in November and still, late November, and still had no idea about the severity of the injury until Monday. was not until Monday that I knew about, you know, how serious of a situation this was for Connor and uh, also for the uh, Oilers organization, obviously, given the, and for the league, because he's a star player and we need him playing. So 
there you have it. This, Brandon, I'm going to be like everybody else. Like, I'm going to the uh, Golden Bears game Friday night. We're going to have Ian Herbers on tomorrow. They take on the University of Calgary at Claire Drake Arena. What do they call that when you, you, you what, what do you hit on your, like, I have I have Shaw TV, so what do I got to do to ensure that I can watch that puppy when I get home? What, what's that thing called? A PVR? You're trying to record it? I'll be PVRing yes, that, that baby on, uh, on Friday night, or maybe I'll just watch it in the uh, coach's room. Uh, there we go. Coming up on tomorrow's show, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, by the way, his son scored a great goal last night for Boston against Vegas. Just a rip job, just blew one right over uh, Mark Andre Fleury, uh, father of Jake DeBrusque, Louis DeBrusque. Funny how the Oilers never had any problem releasing injury reports on Louis back in the day. <laughs> uh, courtesy of Canadian Power Pack, Rob Kinsey and his gang, Brian Burke. And the aforementioned Ian Herbers. I got three heavyweights on tomorrow's show. Three guys that if they had to, could look after themselves. Ian was a guy that not a lot of guys went looking for trouble with. I got a special guest coming up on Friday's show as well. Stay tuned on that front. All right, everybody. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I'm going to remind you that uh, Inside Sports Night with Dave Campbell. Fluid show. Fluid show with Dave. Uh, Eileen up next with a global news weather traffic update, followed by 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.